Paul Serena in his Extreme Rewinds, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to four. I remember every pay-per-view special on ECW on TNN in between. You've got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What is happening, Jay? Well, it's heading down into Royal Rumble weekend. Maybe you might see a couple of ECW alumni popping up. Um, Hammerstein Ballroom has hosted a wrestling show famous for its hardcore matches. And the ECW title, television title was was seen on the show. Um, yeah, all that's old is new again. Well, exactly. We're back where we are, aren't we, sort of? It's, um... Yeah. 20-odd <laughs> years later, and here we are as resurgence. Here for another 20 years reviewing this bad boy. Not over yet. Um. Yeah, this week we're still in January 2000, looking at ECW on TNN episode 22 and ECW Hardcore TV episode 352. Boom. And according to WWE Network, they were both on this. No, they were on different nights. I thought it was the same night, but I misread everything. I'm getting confused <laughs> with episode 22 and the 22nd. Confused my mind. Um. Yeah, crazy stuff. Have you managed to catch um, any bits from GCW? Uh, not really. No. It's floating uh, around. Yeah, I, 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 I will. I, I'll keep an eye out for some of it. It's um, yeah, keep an eye out. Cardona and the um, the major family. Yeah, the there's good involvement. He's doing some decent things there. He wore his um, his Mikey Whitbrick inspired trunks that he's been playing on wearing for a long, long time. He got to wear them. Obviously, there, which is um, nice touch. Nice. It was a nice touch. It had the, the obviously the famous red dragon on there and all that. He's doing his shirt, and, his and then just the, the one night stand homage as well. Yeah, the, the right and that. So um, no, it was um, yeah, like I said, I haven't seen the full show, but the bits I've seen, it looks really um, looks really good. They're pushing forward. They're doing they're doing good things, and um, Cardona's doing. Some decent things there. He's doing some good stuff in NWA as well. But I can see Myers involved as well. I'm surprised yes. he ain't been involved in GCW before. He got right into the um to watch the backstage promo afterwards. You can tell he's a little bit a little bit amped to be there. But anyway, that was then. Hammerstein. You know, he, he was never gonna get a ch- he was never gonna turn down a chance of working Hammerstein, was he? Oh yeah, massively. But we need to go back to two thousand. We've got a lot of unfinished business out there. I think even by 2000, Wayne's World was a really old reference. I was going to say, I was saying, game on. TV episode 22, January 21st, 2000. Starts off with the normal Joe Styles and Joe Gertner intro. Joe Gertner starts to do his bit. Cyrus comes out and says, next time. He ignores his authority. He will kick, kick his fat ass. And um, Joey kind of holds Joe back as he tries to get to him. Yes. Or, um, not against it. Obviously, they're building you know, pretty straightforward intro at this point. But it kind of works. It gets it gets heat. It lets you know who's what. Cyrus is, is moving up as a super dick. So I don't really have an issue with it. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. 
No, I mean, you know, the, the, the fans are all over Cyrus, so he's getting a reaction, which has got to be good. Um, you know, it's a feud with no real payoff, but that's a different thing. No one wants to see Cyrus and Joel Gertner in a match. Um, you might by the end of it. That's that's true. I, I I might, but we I, I doubt, but we will see. I will timestamp this, cut it out, and then when I turn around and go, do you know what I'm really looking forward to? You can play this clip back and remind me that I was so critical and cynical of it originally. We all laugh, we all laugh and rejoice. You're actually upon us. Um, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was you know, it, it's fine as opens go. Yeah, it works. Like I said, it, it, it does. It gets the crowd hot. It lets you know what it's about. No issues with that at all. We get the intro package, ECW music, standard intro. Impact players are on the way to the ring. They come out and brag about being champions. Sam, they called it, and they won't defend the title tonight against Dorian and Roadkill. This brings out Dorian and Roadkill. Um, basically, they ask for a title shot. They get told they've never beaten anyone. So why should they? And so they end up facing Dream and Raven. Um, yeah. Now, so uh, two, two kind of issues with this as a whole. Um, I'll start. I'll work chronologically. Yeah. Uh, so they come out. They cut a promo. Um. Doring and Roadkill. Face or heel? Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, there, there is nothing redeemable about Doring. Roadkill kind of is over because of his work more than anything. Yeah. But there's nothing redeemable about Doring. There's nothing redeemable about Electra. They're, you know, they're not trying to be faces in, in, in what they do. Um, sorry, that was that was Alexa thinking that I was talking about it instead of Electra. Um, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I know, I know. Um, um, but, um, Alexa, play Danny Doran's theme music. WWE edit, uh, um, but yeah, no, it was it was so yeah. But for some reason, because the tag champs are heels, yeah, they must be faces. Um, okay, all right. If that's if that's you know, so be it. Number two, um, we have uh, the the promo putting them in their place. Yeah. You know, you're you're a, a a bunch of jobbers. You're you're curtain jerkers that have just started to beat people. Who are you beating? A couple of job teams, you know, a couple of like basic teams. If you want to, you know, at least you know you've got to beat a mid card team. And here's a team that are now in the mid card because they're no longer champs, so they're now mid card. So you and your mid card can have a mid card fight for the because you're both mid cards. It's just a little too. Singular, singular and inside. It's it's it it's it's only an insult 
if you know enough about wrestling to understand it, but don't know enough about wrestling to know this is all a work. Yeah. What's the difference between mid-card and main event? Where they write your name? It's, um, like I said, I think they're doing this more and more. I, I guess 2000, um, obviously the smart fans are a lot more privy because the internet would have been heating up. You would have had like your wrestle zones and, and One stuff pro like wrestling. that. Well, yeah, all of them would have been heating up. There would have been a few more websites and stuff like that because we would have been on WrestleZone at this point, wouldn't it? Yep. Think about Mark Merrow joining the NWO or DX. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever it was. In green. Yep. All, all the scoops were there. But um, yes, it would have been, I guess, a lot more of a thing, I guess. But... um yeah, kind of just um, yeah, strange, and this the the problem is again with all this stuff is you have to be so careful, in my opinion, how you do it if there is no payoff. You know, yeah, I I don't think so. I think it, this is where it starts to do the weird exchange. We get the weird combinations of like. Raven and Mike Awesome and you get crazy teams like that coming up soon. Yes. But I don't think Danny Doran and Roadkill defeat the Impact players for the titles. No, I don't think they do. Um, so it's, 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 my point is it's, you're put in your place in, but the problem is they stay in their place. It's not like they, they actually come out and sort of you know, they end up beating them or taking to, you know, do something. It's very much just like, oh, you're below us. And that's pretty much where they stay. Yeah. And it, it is just all very, um, yeah, just, just a very weird combination all the way through. I cannot believe that you find yourself in a situation where you have no other face teams that you can put up against them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that they talk in the next. Uh, no, yeah, no, I think it's the next one. It might be this one. When the when Nova and and Whipwreck are fighting, they talk about Nova's lack of luck with tag partners because um, yeah. Kid Cash is out at this point. But surely there's someone. Surely there's someone who can be a makeshift face team. Especially bearing in mind all you're doing is trying to get them to the next piece. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to sit there and think there's no actual teams. So obviously, Whitbrick to Jerry hasn't happened. FBI is not anything at the moment. Baldies, but they're heels. Um, as we said, like Balls and Axel. Axel's gone. We think. Yeah. <laughs> Sabu Gate. Yeah, I, I I feel need I need to classify that I, I I believe this might be. However, I could also be very very wrong, as we will find out. Um, yeah, but 
Yeah, I don't think they just got no teams really. I mean, you've been so sort of so caught up in accepting that I guess Dream and Raven are the tag team champions, but it's just there's nothing. But I don't understand the the lack of urgency for Dream and Raven to at least attempt to get their titles back. Uh, no, uh, and we, we'll we'll come on to this when. Well, I suppose this is the match, isn't it? So yeah, um, it's really strange that they're still hanging around and doing this because you know that that odd couple tag team thing, and it's uh, it's the same kind of thing I bumped into when they were doing the Chris Candido Lance Storm odd couples tag team. You're 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 free. You, you you aren't tied together anymore by the championship. You're 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 free. Yeah. Why why aren't you just going away to do something? Going to free stuff. Um but no they, they, they still want to push this this angle, I guess. Yeah, it's done. So basically, Raven and Dreamer do come out for some reason um, because they were told to. Because they're angry. Because they're angry, and they were they were told to Grr. come out. Come out. Um, it's, it's a standard kind of match. Ends up with a cat fight, um, which ends up with Francine getting carried to the back by Raven. Which allows Karina and Rhino to get involved, attacking Dreamer, which allows Dorian to basically pick up the win. So Danny Dorian and Roadkill defeat Dreamer and Raven. In a heel way. In a heel way, yeah, after sort of a semi baby face moment. But um yeah, I mean so that's that, that's that's fine. You know, like I said, it's if you're desperate to push up and this is your only real team, then this this is fine to do it like this. But again, you have to go somewhere with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's 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 the issue we're going to bump into a fair bit with this, I think, is... And then what? That's it. After the match, they continue to beat down Dreamer. Um... Dusty Rhodes comes out, hits a couple of bionic elbows everywhere. It looks like he's cleaned house. Then Rhino sort of appears and takes him out. It's all going a bit south. Until the Sandman music hit, and the Sandman basically returns again, um, gets in the ring and sort of takes out the thing. But it's good to have Sandman back. It is. And it kind of made me wonder that why, you know, so what we had last week which we couldn't remember if it was meant to be for this week or not, is Rhino and a mystery partner, not a mystery, versus Dreamer and Dusty. And what we have here is, is, you know, them kind of blurring the lines between the old feud and the new feud in the sense that, you know, Dreamer loses to the Impact players it's because Carino and Rhino run in and beat them up. And then his new partner runs in to make the save. Um, yeah. I wonder why you don't do Dusty 
plus mystery partner versus Rhino plus mystery partner, Rhino and Carino. And then Dusty has Sandman because Sandman seems to be in a feud with Rhino, except it doesn't really go anywhere. Well, that's it with them. They, they seem to be the massive, long, drawn-out feud, despite not actually having a match. But they have sort of almost they've had like spats and and sort of things, but they haven't really interacted properly yet in a one-on-one sort of style. And they, they do, they do have matches, but um, yeah, again, less strange. But um, I didn't mind the segment, to be fair. I mean, like I said, it was, it was weird to bury him with nothing really coming out of it at this point. But, um, you know, Dora that picked up a win, which is going to be good for them. Uh, Sandman's back. So just I guess we've got to see how they sort of push forward with it all. Mm. Um, next up, we had a match, a Mexican death match, Super Crazy versus Tajiri. I can't lie, I thought give it a flash title but I didn't actually really expect anything from this match. And I feel like I was massively wrong. Um, Were you not expecting them to try to behead um, people in the audience with chairs? (laughs) No, no. Funny enough, no. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's really funny because we talk about how they have really good matches, but they're fairly um, formulaic to a degree now. Um, yeah. And this really wasn't this. This you know gave them a very different set of tools to to, to play with. Um, they seemed to really enjoy having the ability to, um, you know, do some plunder spots and play in some some you know variations on the spots they've been doing for however long um so yeah it, it was it was a it was a good match it was it was um definitely a good um variation on on what they've been doing and how they've been doing previously um so yeah i, I i'm with you in the sense of uh it was it was different in a good way yeah uh, and i was expecting it- it over delivered, I guess. In, in yeah. the sense that, like I said, I just I, I didn't think they'd have a, a bad match, but I didn't expect you know crowds and moonsaults off craziness and tables and blood and it just felt like yeah, I've been feuding forever, but it felt like it's massively escalated. Yes, yes, but um, decent all the same. Super crazy picked up the win, which was shocking to everyone, including himself. I mean, anyone expected crazy to actually finally get a victory like the old times. And um, yeah, very good match. Mike Awesome in the ring, bragging about kicking Spike Dudley's ass. Um, he, he said that he was awesome. He holds he the only belt that matters. He does. And that makes, and that makes him the whole fucking show. Uh. Now, this might be my favorite segment of the week. Yep. Because um, obviously making that statement brings out RVD. Um, crowd seemed up for it. Obviously, we just get dubbed music, so probably didn't get the full reaction. I reckon the real reaction is probably off the chain. Because this is a confrontation everyone has wanted and a step up that everyone has wanted for a long, long time. Um, 
RVD is in the ring. He confronts Mike Awesome, tells him that he needs to stop confusing people. He's big and awesome, but he's still just part of the show. And RVD is the whole fucking show. It's true. Uh, Mike Awesome basically takes off his belt and said that he's the world champion. Here's my belt. Take it. RVD accepted. Said have a match right now. The lights went out. And would you know, is XPW Sabu is back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. So, Spoiler. so. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I, um, I'll, I'll come back on to, to some of this in a minute. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure. We might have got it wrong with Sabu. Or we might have preempted him leaving. He is on his way out at some point. Just maybe not last week. So, um, yeah, obviously it kicks off, but we can get to that in a minute. What are your thoughts on this segment before we get to the violence? Because, to be honest, I loved it. I didn't even know that these two had a confrontation. It's one of those Candido, Shane Douglas kind of, was that a thing? You know, kind of things. And this feels like, you know, the, the best matches that we never got kind of vibe. Um. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it it's a really good um stare down. It's a really good confrontation. The crowd are white hot for it. Um, you know, it's going to be a good match. You can feel it's going to be a good match. Yeah. Um, I. Um. You know, it's a little bit telegraphed in regards to, you know, oh, and I'm the whole fucking show. Like, that's not going to... But, you know, that's that's wrestling. So, you know, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, no, I thought, it was, I thought it was really, really good all the way through. Um, even kind of uh, Fonzie and Judge Jeff kind of getting at each other, um, I thought was good. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I thought it was really good. Sabu returning. Now, even if I take out my thinking he'd gone and declaring last week that we've seen the end of Sabu, turns out we haven't. Um, that was based upon the, and if I can't beat you, I'm leaving. Yeah. Now, now this is ECW who, who will tell you a million times that, you know, we live up to our stipulations. It's been a week. <laughs> I mean that's well, that's just, quick he, even by Terry Funk standards that's quick he was in shorts though I'm surprised he didn't reference him as his real name that's not Sabu that's Terry Bronk um, he was in shorts so yes yes um, but yeah I and, and you know the 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 tease, the uh, suggestion that maybe they're on the same side, um, yeah. and Mike Awesome's, you know, fuck you with your three-way dance. I'll be both of you, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, why why would he be on the same side when the last thing we saw him doing was being beaten up by RVD? Um, but you know, fair enough. Um, and and you know, my other 
issue my usual issue is this is is you know and it's softer than some of the others but rvd's not after the championship rvd's not come out here and challenged the world champion rvd's come out here because someone's described him as himself as the whole fucking show and rvd cares about the name doesn't care about the world championship belt no. cares about the title of being the whole fucking show yeah Just a yeah, thought we said before, it was though. A good session. Um, yeah, I, I agreed. I thought it was a, um, I thought it was a decent segment, and like I said, it's one that sort of shocks because I didn't really expect this to be a segment that we sort of we had. But um, yeah, so Sabu is in the ring. It all kicks off basically. They all end up um, fighting. You get awesome bomb on RVD, then a moonsault from. Sabu, Spike basically runs out to try and help and he just gets murdered again. Um, a spot that I did really like, table in the middle of the ring, very much like Heatwave 98, but this time it's RVD laying on the table, Michael's on one side of the ring, Sabu the other side, they both launch off together, putting RVD through the table in the centre. Big fan of that move, because obviously those who know that, it's very much RVD, Sabu's kind of yes. moves that added a bit to it. Um, show ends. Yeah, I, I um, uh, so I, I think the beatdown of the two of them and RVD was good. Yeah. Um, I liked the table spot. Uh, you know, there's someone the size of Awesome doing the slam, the the, the, the body splash part of that. Um, it's just brilliant. Um, you know, shows again just shows his. Is athleticism in it? Um, I think so. Spike Dudley. I don't know why that's the one who's coming out to make a save. Um, yeah, I just I don't know why we're we're continuing with Spike Dudley, Mike Corson. I mean, I mean, I don't. I, I feel like Spike's just sort of getting abused at this point. I don't really know. But then I said they tried to sort of almost big him up soon to fill their own needs, but we'll get to that in a minute. But um yeah it's weird. You need either a shock win or something. But I guess they just love the whole him being small enough to get him thrown everywhere. Yeah and, and he's he's there to feed Mike Awesome, isn't he? He's there to have the Absolutely sick-looking, um, awesome, Bob. Um, yeah. But again, it's that kind of like you know, no one's running out because they want the championship. No one's running out there because they've got an issue with Mike Awesome in that way. Spikes out again. Um, so yeah, it's all just a little bit. It still feels like it's missing. No one cares about the belt. Spike Dudley's already told us he doesn't care about the belt. He just wants to beat him up. Uh, IVD's come out and he's, you know, not said anything about the belt. He's got a belt. He's all about, you know, actually, no, I'm the best. Um, and not even I'm, I'm the best and that having that belt with my one will prove it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. And then Paul Fonzi gets hit as well. Yeah. So we know Sabu's in a, bad place now because he's even turned on Fonzie. 
Too far. For no uh, reason. Ends the show. Next up, we have Hardcore TV, episode 352, January the 22nd, 2000. We get a video package, which I thought was just highlights of what we saw last night, but it turns out it's what's coming up in the show, which is basically just highlights of last night. Yes. But the way they did it, I thought we, they were literally just saying, oh, this happened last night, not the, oh, this is going to be shown tonight. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it showed a lot for a tease, didn't it? Oh, massively. Especially um, if you've seen it the night before. We've got a sort of a fair understanding what's um, coming up. Um, Joey Styles says that former ECW champion is coming back. I had Ooh. no idea who this was. Do you know who this is? No. I couldn't think. I, I thought maybe Scorpio? It's where my brain's gone to straight away. Hmm. I'm trying to think like um, legit who else is around that would have been a champion that came back Terry Funk doesn't come back Um, obviously Shane Douglas doesn't I can't think of any other TV champions because Bam Bam's off I think he's still WCW in um, Perry Saturn, why? Yeah, I, I really can't think of Tanaka. Maybe, maybe it could be a loophole in the fact that no one's ever really viewed him as being gone, but he's coming back. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. I think you could be on saying there. But anyway, so that happened. Um, first match, we get Nova versus Mikey Whitbrick. Very surprised that both these two actually got in, you know, like um, entrances. You normally either just get one or it yes. just cut straight to the ring. We've got an entrance then walking around. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed this match. Absolutely. It was absolutely fantastic. Obviously, Nova given a chance to be more of a singles um, competitor, getting to chance with a, an ECW vet. Obviously, still pretty young in himself, but a vet in the ECW world, so whip and that sort of um, good back and forth. Um, Nova does pick up the win, which I thought was good. Whipwreck reminded me very much of Al Snow at the end. Yeah. I, I mean, that, um, post-match a little breakdown. bit of a breakdown. Yeah. Um, I... I they are desperate to get Whitbrook over as a heel. Yeah. Despite no one seeming to want him as a heel. Yeah. It was just, the thing is, he's just a likable kind of underdog, even though he shouldn't really be an underdog because he's won more belts than 95% of the roster at this point. Yeah. But he sort of is. And it's just, yeah, he's just that guy, isn't he? Um, but he grabs the mic, starts screaming that this isn't right and everyone should stop laughing at him. So obviously, um, I, I think we're on our way to sort of a, a sinister switch, as it were. I, I think that's the only sort of route that we could be taking at this point. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, we get some more of the TNN rundown. 
You get another King of the Streets match as Angel defeats New Jay. Um, I found this one quite hard. That's exciting. The way this match goes is New Jack comes out, kicks the shit out of the Baldies, all three of them, constantly, constantly, constantly. Then he gets hit with a little poke to the eye and loses, and Angel's the King of the Streets. Yes. I mean, am I wrong? Is that pretty much how it goes? No, that's pretty much how it has, and that's pretty much how it's been for the last however long. And but there was a weird spot where New Jack sort of almost laying on a chair, and Grimes tried to jump off and smack him into the chair, which would have pretty much fucked up New Jack. <laughs> but I did kind of there was a part of me that almost sort of thought, I wish he had sort of hit him because then New Jack would have probably injured himself and not gone to living dangerously, and it would have sort of changed a lot of things. But it's kind of weird how it sort of all goes. It's, it's kind of crazy because obviously like wrestling has like moments but obviously that's a really savagely awkward legit horrible moment that's sort of come up in the next pay-per-view yeah and um it, it's just sort of weird that we're um approaching it it'll be interesting to see it. i don't know if it's even on the network i might taking it out but um yeah that's crazy but yeah angel is still king of the streets phew <laughs> we'll, we'll... Um, next up in a really, really bizarre, felt like I just wanted to get my own back segment. Um, Louis in the ring, basically ribs on Paulie, um, sort of slates him quite a lot. Louis there with Eric Watts, makes reference that um, Eric Watts' dad filed Paul Heyman, so there's heat and he hates him. And um, yeah, they go back and forth and he just sort of like keeps ribbing, ribbing. Eventually, Heyman appears on the mic, loses his shit, told Eric Watts that he hated his whole family. Which I think this is the only reason that he was brought in here, really. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I kind of feel like they're not paying homage to Techno Team 2000 or, or anything else. They purely just brought him in to sort of make a mockery of him and and the family, I guess, to get their own back. So they could probably fire him out the back. Yeah. I mean, so Louis dangerously doing this whole I hate Paul Heyman gimmick. Yeah. Can't seem to keep in his head straight whether he is Paulie dangerously or not. Yeah. So kind of spins between you know, I blah blah blah, and you know, you did this and Paulie dangerously, and blah blah blah. I can't keep his head straight between Paulie dangerously and Paul Heyman either. No, um, which you know, and I know that they're the same person, but you're you're shooting brother or you're not. Agreed. And that's that's the problem in the sense of it's like you know, referring to. You know him is in his gimmick name, and then not. It's just a bit, especially as you've claimed his gimmick name. Um, and then, as you said, you know, so they've, they've basically just Joe Styles has gone absolutely apeshit at, at Eric Watson, his father, Cowboy Bill, um, and just you know a, a litany of allegations, of comments, of shoot interview comments, of. You know, all of the stuff, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
and uh, then you know they 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 do some anti-Semitic stuff to kind of get some heat because apparently that's that's still all linked to the cowboy. Yeah. Um, and then they beat him. They beat him quick. Been really quick, kind of standard Spike Dudley's win. But um, I mean, uh, do you remember yeah. when when nine one one would appear, choke slam yeah. someone and disappear? Yeah, miss those days because whilst it's exactly the same thing, there's something even more ridiculous about this tiny guy continually kicking him in the balls and then hitting them with an acid drop. I mean, that's it. I mean, again, it's kind of like maybe like cool for like the live crowd or or something. But an ongoing thing, you're just kind of like ending these people before they even get going. I mean, maybe they don't care. You know, maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe legit, you know, it couldn't give a a sort of um, a crap, but. Um, yeah, I just find it weird that sort of that's their that's their plan, just sort of bury Eric Watts and like I said, probably I don't know if he's back, but I just feel like he would have been fired out of the back. And just said we don't need you around here or whatever. Yeah, I mean there's a weird kind of Eric Watts coming in to do this thing. Um because you've got to know. But the way you might have said, oh, I don't know. Heyman might have promised him whatever. Basically, he said you're going to lose tonight, but in the long haul, you get it back. And I don't know. Or it might be nothing. He might be here next week. I've really got an idea about Eric Watson. Him and Sabu. Easy... Yeah, him and Sabu in a Iron Man match. Obviously, I know that he. Um, Against Saskia Ron. Sort of jumps to TNA when that sort of emerges. He's, he's in that for a little bit. But apart from that, I don't really know. A lot else about his run, maybe even has a run or whatever. So it could yeah. be something, it could be nothing. So, but um, yeah, what did you think of these shows? Um, I thought they were far hotter than last week's. Yeah. Um, you know, if these were the ones that we saw coming out straight out of a pay-per-view, then I would be sitting there kind of going about, oh, you know, and finally we're getting some hot shows out of a pay-per-view, um, rather than whatever last week's kind of misstep was. Great. Um, I think it had some really, really good matches on both. You know, there's two strong contenders for my match of the week candidate. Uh, I thought the RVD and Mike Awesome segment was... Very good. I think the RVD, Mike Awesome, and Sabu segment was good. I think the RVD, Mike Awesome, Sabu, and Spike Dudley segment was less good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a beat down on RVD, it's, we, we don't see those very often. So, you know, that can't be bad. Um, impact players look lost already. Um, so they need some sort of competition fairly quickly. And, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy in its own right. Because like I said, they've obviously been building up, building up, building up to get these belts. Like we said, they do get these belts. And then, like you said, they're, they're just... Yeah, it's an I told you so promo. 
and after yeah. that, there's 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 nothing. There's no one left for them to beat. There's no one next for them to stand up and go against. Um. Yeah, I told you so. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, match of the week. Where are you heading? Because you actually got some choices this week. Yeah, so I mean, my my two big choices, to be honest, are Mikey Whipwreck versus Nova. Yeah. Or Tajiri versus uh, Super Crazy. Yeah. Um, and I'm really tempted with Tajiri versus Super Crazy because I think the introduction of toys yeah. really did kind of rejuvenate the element. Um, Tajiri almost getting beaten up because he's skimming chairs off a table and sending them smashing into a crowd made me laugh. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't on the receiving end of a chair. Otherwise, it wouldn't have made me laugh. Um, and I thought the finish was really good in the sense of, you know, you had the tables, you had the mist and, and Tajiri, uh, super crazy had enough about himself to kind of power bomb through the table after the mist and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I think the Mike, Mikey Whitbreak and Nova match was, um, even better. Um, you know, they, they both went out to work. They both went out to try some stuff. Uh, the fan base was really respectful of it. Um. Yeah, I thought they really worked. Really worked well. I think that's probably the best choice. If nothing else, it's just because it falls almost into the category of a match that I, I didn't know that I wanted to see. Yes, you know, I didn't know I'd interest in really seeing like a um, sort of Nova Mikey Whitbread match, and suddenly it's happening. I was just like, these two are amazing together. It is. It is also. It is almost a little bit weakened by the trying to turn Mikey Hill stuff at the end. Yeah. But the match itself is brilliant. Yeah. No. Agreed. Oh, love that. Um, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you simply can. At underscore Sports Arena Instagram or Twitter, we see you. You've been tagging us in posts, and we love it. Keep it coming. Look at that. He's ruffling, setting the table on fire. Um, yeah, keep tagging us in that custom figures, memories of old shows. Um, if you're celebrating a date of a classic ECW, get us involved. We'll retweet it at bare minimum, but we'll always try to get involved in the conversation because we love all that stuff. Um, we will be back next week as we continue our journeys. We relive the revolution that was ECW that's still now in 2022 is influencing promotions, and you can't deny that. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say. I think uh, Jay wants to see us out. I do. And I apologise, Mr. Awesome, but you are wrong. You are not the whole fucking show. That was the whole fucking show.